So, hey, everybody, Chalkboard History. We haven't uh, recorded in a couple of weeks. It's been two or three weeks, mm-hmm. so it's a little warmer. We just had a little air conditioning issue downstairs. I had to put a Do Not Touch sticker on it. Uh, no need for the air to come off and on as it gets warm. Oh, wait. Before we get started, I have a little gift for the professor. Are we ready? Oh, my. Are we ready? Oh, Huh? I saw you queuing it up. Stop. This is good stuff. No, it's revolting. Do we get into copyright issues if we play too long? I mean... Journey on a Wednesday morning. So yeah. we're going to talk about... Um, American Battlefield Trust Conference mm-hmm. was in town last week. Gary Edelman and yours truly led many touristas all over Middle Tennessee. You got stuck at the Confederate Shrine, otherwise known as Elm Springs. Was that fun? We had a good time. You had a good time. Such a diplomatic answer. So let's talk about Civil War movies and talk about other sort of Confederate shrines. Um, You brought up a movie that I don't even know if you'll bring it up later that I was like, I've heard of it, but I've never seen it. I don't know anything about this. So you have... I have a list. You have a professor's list of Civil War movies that we're going to discuss. The floor is yours. I mean, I think... Do we want to start from the bottom? Start. Let's start with the unknown. I've been in charge for days. You're in charge today. All right. Let's start with the unknown. Horse soldiers. Um, I have no idea. You've never seen it. I've never seen it. I watch John Wayne. I watch cool John Wayne movies like Rio Bravo. Uh, Searchers is the better, but okay, fine. Uh, it's it's John Wayne. It's John Ford, and it's based very very loosely, very loosely. On Grierson's raid, I told you I was going to stare blankly at you because I, I had know. nothing to offer. Well, that's the, it's a good movie. If you've never seen it, it is worth watching. Not only is it really cool acting and really cool directing, it is also. Uh, is it black and white? No, it's color. Huh? Yeah, yeah. it's really good, and you it's kind of like new every set, day. It's it's re- made right around the same time as he's doing like the Yellow Ribbon movies and all the cavalry trilogy out west. I don't so, know what you're talking about. Okay, man, my goodness, you're just uncultured. Uh, all right, moving on to the next movie because John apparently, Wayne apparently is the is is the symbol of American culture here. From well, no, it is it in the movie itself is a really cool kind of uh, um, an artifact. Is it like sense. Shenandoah? Is it cool like that? Shenandoah is a great movie that I should have put on the list. In fact, I told you I would throw in some extras this morning, and I've been whistling the song for the last two days. So. I did watch it Saturday night. This is not. This is this is like the first song. You know, you go to see your favorite band, yeah. and the first song's like, <laughs> you're like, I didn't want to hear that. Yeah, but Horse Soldiers is good. I mean, I'm sure that people. In you know, the I comment saw. I saw any comments that we get. We'll I saw agree. Kiss in 1990. They hit the stage playing "I Stole Your Love." <clears throat> they knew how to start the show. Should I cue that up? All right. Going on from the Horse Soldiers. Shenandoah. Listen, I saw bits and pieces of Shenandoah just because Jimmy Stewart's cool. But yeah. I've never seen the... Well, Jimmy Stewart's in a Christmas Carol movie, right? Yes. Miracle on 34th Street? Is that uh, the one it's called? No. the, the um, See, you the, don't even know. I, no, you put me on the spot. Um, See, I've never watched it. The point is, that whatever he's in, I've never watched. You've never watched anything with Jimmy George Stewart? C. Scott is the only Christmas Carol to watch. Okay. 
All right, so next. Anyways, Shenandoah is a good movie. It's about... Isn't like, he like an old pissed off dad? Old pissed off pacifist. Oh, okay. Uh, in Virginia, and his son is kind of wrangled into the army. He doesn't mm. want his sons to fight, doesn't want... Uh-oh. He, he's a... Uh, this isn't a Confederate heritage story. No, it's not. He's actually... He's anti-Confederate, anti-slavery, uh, anti-secession, and... So he hates everybody. He hates everybody. All right, so... It's a good movie, and it's a really interesting movie. And then his... It's actually one of the first times uh, that Hollywood depicted black soldiers in the U.S. Army on screen. Because uh, one of the slaves from the town actually escapes and joins the army, uh, and he knew Boy, which is the name of the the, the son, Jamie Jimmy Stewart's son is Boy. Boy. Yeah, I guess when you're writing, you just like kind of run out of ideas. Like just, Boy Wonder. Yeah. All right. So, um, but it is a good movie. Let's get to some really good movies. Shoot from the hip. Go ahead. <laughs> should we pick a really good one, or should we just pick one to pan and riff on? Uh, pan and riff on. Gods and Generals. Gods and Generals. The worst Civil War movie ever made. I think it's just an objectively bad movie. And that's... I mean, Cold Mountain's not really much better, although that has some cool stuff at the beginning. But Gods and Generals is just awful. From From the start. I was actually thinking last night, and then driving in this morning, I can't think of a scene from that movie that's actually any good. The, I was trying to think of a way to talk about it, and the just make the, fun of it. It's so terrible. Thing, the only thing that comes to my mind is the opening like credit scene where all the flags are flapping and the song is going in the in the end. And then I realized it's just too damn long. Watch. And that's the problem with the entire movie. So the, there's a director's cut that's like five hours or something. Yeah, yeah. Punish yourself on some yeah. some evening when you have nothing else to do and, and watch that. Amazingly, even with the extra hour and ten minutes that they added to the runtime, they still only barely got to squeeze the Battle of Antietam in. Stonewall Jackson's death takes longer than Christ's crucifixion in that movie. It goes on and on and on. It's not as violent as The Passion of the Christ, but mm-hmm. it is painful to watch. So you brought them up, uh, the American Battlefield Trust. Gary Gallagher and Gary Edelman did a video on Civil War movies. And one of the things they said about Gods and Generals is that it just takes forever. It's <laughs> one of those books that the stitch counters would be like, oh, wow, they really got the braid, the, the Austrian braid on that sleeve right. Yeah. But The Battle of Fredericksburg yeah. is the same scene looped. Like... 10, 11, 15 times. It's the same group of soldiers. And they just do it over and over again. I mean, it is accurate to the charge sequence. The fact that they just did it over It would be like watching Pat Claiborne charge the earthworks. Oop, he's dead. Oh, we'll charge again. He's dead again. Oh, charge. He's dead again. It's just... You can see the same, like, 10 reenactors in every single... And it's really too bad because Duvall and... um, who played Jeff, Stephen Lang are yeah. really you know good actors. Poor Jeff Daniels and whoever plays Winfield Scott Hancock, they got yeah. relegated to Brian Mallon. Yeah. Really like secondary kind of. They're certainly not as important as they were in Gettysburg, which yeah. we should go to next. And plus, they've also aged. Okay, yeah. it'd be like me recreating when we created the trust, except I don't look like I did when we created the trust. So yeah. it's it's just it's a terrible movie. So let's pick. I, I did see something actually kind of funny. It was. It was like, oh, well, it was actually made sense to cast them when they were older and a little bit heavier because, you know, the deprivations of war meant that they would lose weight by 1863. Yeah, apparently <laughs> the deprivations of war made them fatter. Uh, yeah. They right? got, and well, older. Yeah. Right. Uh, except this movie takes place 
before. Never mind. Yeah. So good movie. How about best of the Civil War movies? What's the best? Oh my goodness. Um. Prepare to be struck if you don't give the right answer. Do we have to go to straight to the best? Okay, make it a tie. I don't know that it's a tie. I just I don't know that I have one that I'm ready to say is the best. Oh, right I now. do. Glory. Glory and Lincoln. That's a good tie. I mean, yeah. Matthew Broderick. So I start with Fer- Ferris Bueller's Day Off, but he's yeah. actually pretty good. Um, but Denzel Washington wins his mm-hmm. first Oscar. Morgan um, Freeman. Morgan. How do you go wrong with Morgan Freeman? Mm-hmm. And Lincoln is just ridiculous. I mean, Daniel Day-Lewis, is there anything that he did that isn't great? And he yeah. is he, he is shockingly um, realistic as Lincoln. And I don't know that there's anybody else that would ever want to play Lincoln again. And the dude who plays Alec, Alexander Stevens, it's like yeah. they pulled him out of the grave. <laughs> but it's a great... It's, not so much a, a war movie, but and, it is a political drama. And, and um, uh, Sa- Stevens? No, no. Who plays Sally Field? Sally Field. Yeah. I mean, she hadn't really done anything for many, many years. Of course, you know, I saw her like in um, what Cannonball Run with Burt yeah. Reynolds, you know, so many years earlier. Now she's playing Mary Todd Lincoln. Yeah. It's a great movie. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's a great movie because, well, it's also artfully done from mm-hmm. a historical perspective which is another I remember when Glory came out I worked at a movie theater so Little Mermaid and Glory came out at like the same time and I remember the theaters were just packed mm-hmm. um, when Hunt for Red October was out at about the same time too and <clears throat> the theaters were just packed and I know for me that was the first time that I I mean I was aware that there were black soldiers mm-hmm. who fought in the Civil War not for the Confederates who fought in the US Army um, and you know to see that story of the 54th Massachusetts and 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 actually some of the just blatant racism prejudice bigotry that mm-hmm. was in the north mm-hmm. you know is, i think is also well played out it's mm-hmm. not like you know white soldiers were like hoorah this is a great idea yeah because um, there's a couple of scenes where i mean they're questioning whether these guys can be soldiers and then of course mm-hmm. you know the, the, the final climactic scene at mm-hmm. battery wagner is pretty, i also think too that they they capture that that pay scene very well the discrepancy in pay the kind of the classification of white soldiers above black soldiers. I just thought that the whole movie was very well done. Put into context the whipping scene of glory mm-hmm. and the nonsense of gods and generals. And that you just cut right through it. Yeah. I mean, it is just nonsense, bad cinema, overacting, and mm-hmm. then just the the violent simplicity of a man who deserted to steal shoes mm-hmm. who's already been whipped. Mm-hmm. And Shaw proceeds. Yeah, that that's a great movie. So mm-hmm. what what else? What else is on the list, Professor? Um, I'm gonna throw this one out there on the chance that you've probably not seen it. I just think it's a good movie. I also like Trains, and I like the Civil War, so it is the perfect blend of the two. Fess Parker in Disney's The Great Locomotive Chase. Great movie. Talks about the uh, Andrews Raiders that stole the general came through trying to make their way to Chattanooga. You lost me. Yep. Great movie. Great book. Also Stealing the General by Russell Bonds. Uh, but the movie, 1950s or 60s. Fess Parker right off of uh, Davy Crockett, King of the Wild Frontier, now James J. Andrew. Uh, great movie. 
fun movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at the end, a bit of an artifact itself too, because um, the man who is the pursuer, I forgot his name, uh, Fuller, William Fuller, uh, gives this kind of fiery, passionate, uh, very pro-Confederate speech at the end of the movie, and that's how the general is sort of remembered. But uh, if you ever get a chance to see it, it's a great movie, and I think it's on Amazon or something, but fantastic film. And then it also follows off the heels of another great train movie, which is Buster Keaton and the General. Silent film, but Buster Keaton, the comedic genius, able to make the Civil War kind of funny. Um, so great movie too. And then the other one is the little rascals in the civil war because general Spanky was a VHS that I had to have when I was about six. General Spanky. General Spanky. General Spanky. If you've never seen it, it's great. And then Alfalfa sings just before the battle mother. So you've got it all right there. What's the movie that was made, um, some number of years ago, Toby Maguire's in it. It's about the, uh, fighting in Missouri. What's it called? Uh, ride with the devil. Ride with the devil great movie yeah that's a movie that's totally underappreciated yeah if you can get past like the uh james caviezel is in that movie who plays he's in passion of the christ jeff caviezel is it jeff i think so no i think it's james i think it's jeff jim it's jim caviezel okay james jim goodness gracious i knew it was like one why were you academics do you always have to be exactly right i don't know prove beyond a doubt of a fact, I don't know. But it's Jim Caviezel. Yeah, I think that's how he goes, name-wise. But it is a good movie. Uh, Ang Lee made that movie. Yeah. Who's a really great producer. Not someone that you picked to make a Civil War movie. But uh, it but is fell in love with American culture and that sort of frontier, you know, interpersonal fighting of mm-hmm. the Missouri-Kansas border. I don't think there's ever been a movie... I mean, I'm sure there's some campy stuff from the 50s and 60s that was done that, you know, probably mm-hmm. portrayed the, you know, Cole Younger and that crowd as a bunch of heroes, but Ride mm-hmm. with the Devil shows shows the... Yeah, there's the Jesse James movie that Audie Murphy was in, and that is oh my beyond a little bit campy. Uh, but no, Ride with the Devil certainly is a, a great a great movie. I don't don't know why I didn't put it on the list. You know, there's a uh, there's a Jesse James movie that Brad Pitt plays Jesse James. It's yeah, a really man, long one. The assassination of yeah. the outlaw Jesse something James like that. Is that that movie's almost twenty years old? All right, what yeah. else? We've we've mentioned Gettysburg in passing, but uh, I think we should talk about Gettysburg. Gettysburg's good. Gettysburg's the, good. There the, is no time to talk the, about Gettysburg. And the re- the sad thing, <laughs> men in suits will thump their chests and the dust comes out. Yeah. And, you know John Buford's. Do you think uh, he has coat. them put like talcum powder in there so that when he? I think I would like to think that Sam Elliott's such a badass actor that he literally rode around on the horse in the dust all day, didn't take a shower, just to get so that the dirty. next morning yeah. he looked the greasy, worn part and could thump his chest. What's sad about Gettysburg is the same guy who makes gods and generals mm-hmm. into a mess is the same guy who made Gettysburg. And and there's some, you know, there's some campy stuff in Gettysburg. Like I always mm-hmm. want to rip uh, James Longstreet's beard off because yeah. you know Tom Berenger couldn't actually do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really good. Um, yeah. I think it depicts all three days reasonably well. I think, you know, some of the I think I think some of the stuff with the twentieth Maine is a little overdone, yeah. and and also really locked into the Chamberlain version of events, which yeah. 
Which makes him the only colonel that ever commanded the entire army. And, well, he's like Updike, you know, save, save the, the day, day. save yeah. the day, save the day. So, but Gettysburg is really good. Yeah. I don't think, that, I don't have any issues with Gettysburg. I mean, I know that guides in Gettysburg get it nonstop. I, I imagine that that's what it would be like if a movie was made about Spring Hill and Franklin. Widow of the South. That's the only thing in comparison. Widow of the South. Is like this kind of, well... How come you haven't talked about this? How what about Zachariah Cashwell? And we're like, he's not real. I'm sorry. But then the movie itself, it, it's become its own kind of thing outside of the historical event. It is its own thing. People got interested in the Civil War because of the movie. Okay, who's a better Lee? Oh, Martin Sheen. I know I'm in the I know I'm in the minority. It's on that too one. bad Duval couldn't have played Lee in yeah. Gettysburg. I like the, to think that Robert Duvall in Gods and Generals is Robert Duvall playing Robert Duvall playing God, uh, playing Robert E. Lee. I'm thinking of Martin Sheen is pretty good. I think he's got a little fakey beard on too, but I like the scene when he chews out Jeb Stewart and he says, there is not time. Yeah. <laughs> you That's know? a good one. And, and the, the thing too about Gettysburg is that among Civil War nerds, it's like its own like pop culture reference. Uh, running running low on time on something. Can't do it. There is no time for that. And then you, you like you have to cue the Martin Sheen voice, and then Winfield Scott Hancock's great in that movie. Yeah, I think it it shows him that the Pickett's charge is, you know, the, even though sometimes now years later I listen to the musical score and it's mm-hmm. really very nineteen nineties. Um, mm-hmm. But it's an epic. But yeah. it is uh, it is incredible to see those waves and waves of men. I think my only real criticism of um, the movie is they take the Hancock Armistead relationship and they make mm-hmm. it into this sappy like it, it's just so the way Armistead's die <gasps> he's gasping at the mm-hmm. angle it's just it's it, it you can see how gods and generals took some of that really kind of overdone acting mm-hmm. um to another degree, you see you see sprinkles of it in Gettysburg, mm-hmm. but um, I think Tom McMillan actually wrote a book. It's Armistead and Hancock at Gettysburg, and it's kind of debunks a lot of the movie myth making. And then everybody daily has to do their debunking of movie myth making for the uh, the Chamberlain sequences. And, Porter Alexander's great in yeah. um, in that movie. Actually, the opening. Um, few minutes, like maybe five or six, as the as mm-hmm. they show the map and the guy mm-hmm. actually narrating. I think is the guy who plays Isaac Trimble. Mm-hmm. It's his voice, and mm-hmm. he's talking about Lee's army and the army mm-hmm. of the Potomac. And um, no, that that's that's really well done. Actually, that that makes me think of the opening, some of the opening moments of of Lincoln mm-hmm. when the two kids show up he's talking to the two black soldiers Lincoln mm-hmm. is and then those two white kids show up and that they said they were they were at Gettysburg mm-hmm. and the black guys are like you were at the battle of Gettysburg and they're like no we we heard him speak mm-hmm. and of course Lincoln had gone to Gettysburg you know just months after the battle so I I that one that's almost 30 years old now yeah. Gettysburg came out in what 93 yeah. yeah yeah and now there's a whole like museum exhibit dedicated to the uniforms and the props that were used it's an interesting it's an interesting feat all on its own to just make the movie and then that it's had the longevity without ever actually being and i know that i'll be criticized it's not a great movie 
Like, it's not entertaining. Like, no. If you know a lot about the Civil War and you know a lot about Gettysburg, it's a great movie because you're like, oh, I know what's going to happen next. But this isn't dialogue a, is dreadful. This isn't as bad as uh, Hancock and Armistead, but John Bell Hood's at least 30 years older than he, oh, yeah. than he really was. Yeah. And there's that horrible scene, if you had the DVD... It was the opening scene of disc the two. Second one. Yep. And Hood is laying there wounded and he yeah. says, We should have gone around to the right. Yeah. It's just terrible to watch. Um and and, th- and that whole thing with Longstreet, you know, stalling and delaying, and that's a very lost cause Jubal Early argument that I think yeah. has in many ways has been ma- not dispelled, but Longstreet doesn't get piled on today like he did even yeah. when that movie was made yeah well his this is only because i've gotten really super into gettysburg in the last couple of weeks but the uh his stalling is really on the second day and it's on the third day he just doesn't want to do this doesn't want to do it doesn't want to do it doesn't want to do it and finally at the last second just says fine i guess we're gonna do it you know who yeah. else is, makes a bit appearance in that movie is brian pohanka one yeah. of the early yeah Advocates for battlefield reclamation. He's mm-hmm. um, one of the. I think he actually plays a, a lower end federal officer. So General what? Webb. Yeah. He plays Webb. Yeah. Well, I guess that Alexander Webb. I guess yeah. he looks like him too. So what else? What other movies do we have? Um, I had Glory Gettysburg. I think we knocked all the ones I had out. We already talked about Cold Mountain. Oh, we should probably give it fair passing one more time. What Cold Mountain? Just a bad movie. No, I that that movie's yeah. terrible. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like. I, there's nothing about that movie. Um, I've never just been a fan of Nicole Kidman and who's the dude? Jude Law. Yeah, Jude Law. Yeah. Like Jude so, Law is good in so many other things. Yeah. So but we, this is just an objectively bad. We movie. get the most English actor that we can find <laughs> to play some what North Carolina, um, hillbilly Confederate. Um, oh, I just you know the movie that we've not talked about that I think we have to. I think we're obliged by law to do it. Gone with the wind. Oh boy. So we could finish with a flourish. Oh yeah. Rather to go down in defeat than to have never fought at all. I don't like it. I've never understood it. Cinematically, the movie is incredible. I mm-hmm. mean, the way how it looks even today. Yeah. That that's probably gone with the winds. You know, truly greatest legacy because you can look at it, you can watch it today, and a little bit like the original Star Wars. You know, you think mm-hmm. about George Lucas made that in in 1975, 1976. Gone with the Wind was being made in what the early f- 30s, late 30s. Well, it the book premieres in oh, it premiered in January 1940. That's right. So her book came out in the late 30s. Mm-hmm. So just before World War II. I mean, and first major uh, motion picture in color. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it is... Vivian Lee, Clark Gable. It's got you, all the big names you could ever want. I don't think you could make a movie look like that today. Yeah. The best scene is the um, are the Confederate wounded in Atlanta mm-hmm. as the city is about to be Hanging evacuated. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Vivian Lee is basically recreated by the dark-haired lady who's in North and South. You know, <laughs> same kind of character, which is really sad. They just mm-hmm. recycle it and mm-hmm. then... So I guess that means Patrick Swayze is like Clark Gable, just a younger version years later. Because North and South is really the TV series is like yeah. a Gone with the Wind made for TV. Yeah. And it, it it feeds into so many of the tropey, mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. stereotypes, mm-hmm. you know. But it is really cool that, um, you know, the, the first um, black woman to win an Oscar mm. comes, out of, comes out of that. We actually use a little snippet of her in our documentary that we made mm-hmm. a few years ago. So I, I have to admit, Gone with the Wind is without a doubt, you know, when human beings are all gone, there's, you know, the 50 or 100 greatest movies of all time. Mm-hmm. And that's... It'll be right there with Casablanca. And Star Wars. Yeah. Th- number Casablanca. I'd put Halloween up there. Started the, you know, whole genre of slasher movies. See, we just went from Gone with the Wind to Halloween. Michael Myers would have been really cool in Gone with the Wind. Can I tell you a story about Gone with the Wind? Because he could have taken out some of the most offensive characters in that movie. Yes. So, two. The first time I saw it, I was convinced by my mom and dad that it was a war movie. Um, because that's what I watched. Other kids watched like Pokemon or something, and I watched Gettysburg on loop nonstop. Hard to imagine, right? Um, uh, no, it's not hard to imagine at all, actually. Yeah, I know, and you can yeah. almost see it. It's yeah. just a smaller body, same size head. Um, watching that movie nonstop. And so they convinced me, watch Gone with the Wind. You should come sit down and watch Gone with the Wind with us. Let's watch Gone with the Wind. And about halfway through the movie, I remember looking at my mom and saying, I thought you said this was a war movie. All these people do is yell and kiss each other. And I hated it from that point forward. I've watched it a few times since then. It's not something I would sit down and say, I really need to see Gone with the Wind for my annual yearly viewing, like Gettysburg, where I watch it like in three parts over July 1, 2, and 3. It's not on that list. And then the second Gone with the Wind story, to show you how much my parents enjoyed the movie, when we went to Atlanta, we had to go to Margaret Mitchell's house the dump, uh, where she wrote the book. That was family vacation. Other kids went to Disney World. You went, went to, to Margaret, Margaret Mitchell's, Mitchell's house. house. I saw the Battle of Atlanta Cyclorama. That was cool, but that I didn't go right. to Mar- Margaret Mitchell's house. Um, so where does Clark Gable go after he says, frankly, Scarlet, I don't give a damn, or what, however the line goes. Where does he end up? He's supposed to fight at the Battle of Franklin. He is supposed to end up at the Battle of Franklin, yeah. which is an interesting connection to the very end of Gone with the Wind in the uh, end of our episode. Did we miss anything? I'm sure someone in the comment section will point out a movie that we didn't get to. I would like to see actually one more really good Civil War movie made. There hasn't, you know, aside from Lincoln and and Glory, the best two, and I'll end with these, the best two Civil War related movies of the last 20 years, putting Lincoln aside. Free State of Jones, Great movie on a great book based on real events. Mm -hmm. It shows that the South had deep fractures from the beginning among the white population. And the other one is 12 Years a Slave. Yeah. Which is based on Solomon Northrup's book about Mm -hmm. being kidnapped. Mm -hmm. And bring Brad Pitt back in. Brad Pitt's role in that is this like Canadian carpenter who helps get the word that this man is being illegally held as a slave is, you know, and and it's almost all based on Northrop's account. So Mm -hmm. I'm sure there's, you know, elements of it that are fictional, but that is a very powerful movie. Mm -hmm. And the whipping scene in that movie Mm -hmm. makes the one in glory um, almost tolerable compared to... I think those two scenes in that movie that stick out are the whipping scene and then the market house scene. Oh, ben- Benedict Cumberbatch yeah. and Paul Giamatti. Yeah. I yeah. think that, that movie by itself is, if you know nothing about 
Southern culture before the war and about slavery and Southern culture before the war. The movie's a really good introduction to it. And those movies couldn't have been made in the 1990s mm-hmm. <clears throat> when Gettysburg were being made. I mean, you know, Glory was way ahead of its curve portraying mm-hmm. um, something that didn't fall into the sort of bailiwick of, you know, Confederate heritage, if you will. Mm-hmm. That was a that was a different kind of movie. So there you go. Civil War movies, chalkboard history. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks. Mm-hmm.